For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to episode number 116 in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. You're listening to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the world's first and only three-in-one podcast. On what? You'll just have to find out. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. This is the only three-in-one podcast that is enlightening, educational, and entertaining. I'm your host, Taylor Merrick, joining me, as always, in the studio, is my lovely wife, Jane. Hello. <laughs> that was a prompt hello. You've recovered enough that we can... <laughs> yes. We can... Okay, so this has been a very interesting oh, week. Okay. A normal week, for the most part. What seemed to happen is, weather-wise, we went straight from summer right to winter. Because now we're looking at, like... Feels like 30 degrees out, even though the temperature's like, well, today's gonna get the high of, like, 55 or something. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I mean, the projected high they show me is 55, but it's 42 degrees out, and it feels like 34, mostly because of the wind. So I was outside today going, maybe I should have, like, layered a couple clothing items and maybe worn a heavier jacket. Mm-hmm. But I was fine. It was okay. 30 degree weather, I can usually tolerate fine if it drops into 20s and teens. And then I'm cold. And I was walking around with a windbreaker on. Like, oh, like a fall jacket. Not yeah, anything. you need a... And I had oh. gloves, too, because I'm not looking forward to winter perks of being a mailman. Yeah, I had to wear gloves today because when I was pumping gas, my hands were just freezing. And you had, like, two layers of sweaters. So if you haven't already, and you're living... In the Wisconsin area or anywhere in northern United States, well, bundle up. It's going to start getting cold. I've heard rumors, though, that we're going to have a slightly warmer than average winter for this upcoming winter season. Yes, let's hope so. (laughs) Uh, Because I like it when it's a little bit nicer than average because then I don't have to worry about freezing too much outside. Was there anything else we wanted to cover before we jumped right into the show? No? Alright, so, for the first topic, we'll be talking about money-saving tips from a mailman. Number two is great parking job. And number three is, is there a fire? Or did someone turn the heat on? (laughs) We'll be right back! And we're back. First topic on the docket is money-saving tips from a mailman. For those of you who don't know... I'm a postal carrier for the United States Postal Service, and while that's fun, I've noticed a trend happening recently in my uh, long-lived postal career, and it's only popped up within like this last year, and that's mail getting sent back to people who don't properly affix where the mail is headed to. You see, when like a power company, energy company, or... Time Warner or Cable Bill sends you a bill, usually what they do is they send it with a prepaid envelope where you can just rip off the stub, include your payment information, and then take that payment stub 
and put it in the prepaid envelope that they give you, stick a stamp to it, and it'll get sent right to where it's supposed to go. What I've been noticing is in the envelopes that have these clear window slots where you can put a to address in, a fair number of people are not putting the address of where it's going to viewable in this window. Usually it's like the back side of this payment stub, the upside down side of this payment stub. It's just, oh, it drives me nuts because mm -hmm. if you're looking to save money and you don't want to send a bill out twice, check. Because now you're like, you're paying to have that stamp canceled and have it resent out on another stamp that you weren't expecting to spend on it. So all that to say, when you're sending mail, when you're sending a bill, whatever that may be, and they provide you with an envelope, please make sure that the mail is going to is clearly seen in the clear windowed portion of the envelope, or the mail will get sent back to your address. Oh, and don't forget to stamp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it happened recently because we got a bunch of mail from at the office from Home Depot. And a lot of it was like, "Well, oh, we got it made it here." Because <laughs> it was a clear window one. Oh, so even businesses are doing it too? Like they're not sending it out to you correctly? <laughs> okay, so this goes for businesses too. If you're sending a bill or a refund or rebate back to a, a customer, a client, or business account, please make sure that the same holds true. That the address that it's being sent to is shown clearly in the clear window of that pre-addressed envelope. Mm -hmm. It's just little things that you pick up after a while, like when I was a bank teller, the thing that drove me nuts is the amount of people who didn't know how to write a check. So <laughs> what do I put in a two box? What do I put in a date box? How do I write out the amount of money? I've never had to written out $400 and $25,100. Drive me nuts. Do I, I have to sign here too? Yes, or it's not legal tender to be cashed as such. Mm. Well, I thought I could just write out a check without signing it, because, you know, they're going to steal my signature. Oh, for crying out loud. That's only if you do it, and then someone snatches it out of your hand and runs. Therefore, my most popular <laughs> requested article on taylormerrick.com is da -da -da -da, how to write a check. Well, thanks to my mom, I know how to, so. That's good. It's something I don't tend to teach in public schools very often, so we're part of the uh, established few... We have to train other people on how to do the same. So that much being said, we don't mind giving you guys the helpful advice. It might be tongue-in-cheek kind of advice. Might be humorous a little bit. But please, for the sake of other mail carriers, just properly write where the mail is going to and double-check it before you hand it to the mailman because we really hate giving it back to you. Because then we have to listen to you go, Oh, I thought I sent it out right. Here, hang on. And then they rip open the envelope, turn it around, and put it back in. Okay, it should be good. Yeah, you're going to need another stamp because we canceled the stamp that it was. Oh, no. Now you got to go find the stamp. Mm -hmm. Anywho, nothing more to be said on that. As far as I know, we will be right back. And a big hearty round of applause to the second topic coming on stage at this point called Great Parking Job. Take it away, Jane. <laughs> so I'm at work, and I'm busy with stuff, and I just happen to have to throw away something. And I have my my desk sits against a wall, and I have to roll past a window to get to the garbage can. 
So as I'm rolling past the window, something outside caught my eye, and I see this guy <laughs> pull into this parking spot just beneath the window. And it's, it's obvious... It's an office complex, so there's yeah. a lot of cars that park. <laughs> it's obvious that no one could park next to him because he parked partially into the parking space next to him. Does he look out the window to check and see if he's actually in the space and fix it? Nope. He stops his car, gets out, does whatever he needs to, and in the process... <laughs> Set off his own car alarm. <laughs> I just sit up here watching this thing, and I'm t- talking to Taylor about it on on my Facebook Messenger app, and it's just hilarious because I'm watching this, and then the alarm goes off. I'm like, really? <laughs> Took him uh, a bit to turn it off. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, maybe that uh, his car alarm going off was a signal. Hey, stupid! Did you park between the lines? I mean, it's not that difficult. Yeah. <laughs> I think right, my. There when I left, so it's like really, if you're gonna be here for a long time, you could be decent enough to make sure you're parked in the space correctly, so someone else can have that spot right next to you. Otherwise, you know, it's quite entertaining. Space, it's a waste of a space, but it's entertainment for everybody else. You might think, oh, whatever, it'll be fine, but it's entertainment to everybody else. There is well, a. See, it's huh? also annoying because well, remember, it's also annoying when we went last a couple weeks ago to see Tim Hawkins. We were driving through this parking lot trying to find a parking space. Oh, yeah, and double. And there was this guy parked in the middle of two spaces. Someone could have used that who was going to the concert. Him and his passenger probably had a big rear end. (laughs) Someone. Probably needed room to get out. I love these people. They're so considerate of others. (laughs) I know, but, you know, their lack of brains clearly goes to the fact that. We have very vibrant Facebook groups of people posting license plate numbers and pictures of the cars themselves. Oh, how bright. How uh, brilliant. <laughs> saying, hey, check out this clown. If this is you. No. Well, my brothers are part of a group, so they like to view it from time to time. And uh, the group will post something like, hey, guess what we found? More clueless parking jobs. You know, <laughs> hey, look at this guy. Oh, man, he can fit a tow truck in between that parking yep. spot. Yeah, well, I guess you just have to laugh at those kind of instances. It's just kind of At least you did, because the car alarm went off. <laughs> that was what made me giggle like crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm watching this guy, and all of a sudden, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and it's just like, really? And it took him a little bit. He's like, I guess he couldn't find the button that turned it off. So. Maybe it was in the truck. Maybe. I mean, he had his door open, he was doing something in the Well, you can't give the guy credit for having too much brains. Because he, if he did, he would have parked right the first time. Yeah. So, uh, Mm -hmm. little nugget of truth there. Make sure that you don't double park. And with that being said, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the final segment of today's show. Is there a fire? Or did somebody turn the heat on? So, where I work... It's a big, almost warehouse-type building on, on the inside and the back. You don't really see it if you're just standing out front waiting to get, you know, mail drop off or package dropped off or picked up or whatever. But we have a big warehouse-ish-sized space in the back where we're able to sort all of our mail. We have our stations. We can sort our mail and magazines and packages. Mm-hmm. And so usually in the summer... We have an air conditioning unit that we kick on so we don't roast in the building. And in the winter, we have a heater that kicks on so that we don't freeze in the winter. Because mm-hmm. it kind of gets cold and hot, you know, because of temperatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. So today I go to work, 
and we're looking at great 30 degree weather. <laughs> what it felt like outside. At one point it was like 30 something and it felt like 20 something. What? And you didn't tell me and I was outside freezing my bums off? (laughs) Okay, so I survived 20 degree weather. (laughs) See intro for prior comment. Anyways, (laughs) we're at work. All the mailmen, we're all sorting our mail. And all of a sudden the managers have this great idea. I mean, the temperature in there wasn't too bad, but it might have been a bit chilly for somebody. Because it was fine for me and the rest of everybody else in the building. So management decides, without telling anybody, to um, turn on the boiler and start getting some heat pumped into the building. Well, the heater hasn't been turned on in several months or so, courtesy <laughs> of summer weather. So the first time it kicked on, there was this interesting smell that pervaded the building. And several of the carriers perked up and went, Hey, is there something burning? So we're all, like, trying to run around, trying to figure out what the heck's going on. And then somebody gets the great idea. Well, it is kind of cold outside, so maybe they turn the heat on for the first time. Some other guy says, Nah, this is probably, they're probably trying to get us back for the fire drill last week. Because somebody blew the, uh, horn on that one. Oops. (laughs) It was supposed to be a, quote, surprise fire drill. But everybody knew about it, so we're all, like, all bundled up, all ready to go. And so we... Heard the horn for the fire drill, and we all walked outside and waved at everybody who half wondered, Are you guys going on strike again? What's going on? Oh, wow. (laughs) To which uh, we promptly were shuffled back inside after, you know, the fire drill went successfully and everything. Some people thought this was management getting back at us for the surprise fire drill that somebody blew for everybody. And so we're all like, Oh, sweet. So now we have a smell to go along with it. When are we going to hear the air horn and the fire drill go off and have to go back outside again? Should I get my coat? Management decides to get on the PA system and say, It's okay, everybody. Just calm down. We turned on the heating and we didn't know that there was going to be smell of burning. And uh, one carrier pipes up and says, Yeah, that tends to happen when you turn it on the first time. Maybe do that when we're not here. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always said. <laughs> Then somebody else said, are we having a fire drill today? Shut up! <laughs> Get back to work! It was funny, in general. You know, the stuff, the stories that I could tell you, the most of is, are too numerous to count, but most of which happen at the post office and stay stuck in my head until a later date. But this was the most recent event, so just in case you guys are wondering, hey, what happens, you know, behind the scenes for a postal carrier? Well... Sometimes we have sporadic fire drills, and sometimes we have sporadic boilers turning on, and it smells like something's burning in the building when it actually isn't. Mm-hmm. Makes for great entertainment and great fun. Except for the smell. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I don't smell like smoke. Or boiler. Anyway, I think I survived. Mm-hmm. I didn't get singed. So, <laughs> with that being said, we'll be right back. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. I'm so glad you're able to join us. So if you learned something today or you got a laugh, be sure to share this episode with a friend so that they can share in the same educational, inspiring information and a laugh. Pretty much keep being awesome. We'll see you in the next episode.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.